Hello, everybody. Hey, I'm Matt. I am Zach. And this is MC Car Guys Podcast. You can reach us on all the social media at MC Car Guys. Or drop us a line at mzcarguys at gmail.com. Matt, I'm feeling a little bit of a monologue. Yep, I, uh, I, I, think, I think we are due for a, for a nice monologue here. Uh, we did have some technical difficulties earlier, but uh, we are back in this game, and everything looks good on my end. I'm excited because we are going to talk about one of the scions of the, of the automotive world. One of When you think of car enthusiasts, this is a capital C, capital the one, the only, Jay Leno. Yes, and I'm really glad that you finally got to the fact that we were talking about Jay Leno because I thought you were going to talk about a defunct Toyota division. Anyways. <clears throat> Sorry, was that too much? Yes. That was that was that was a bridge too far. I'm burning that bridge right now. Okay. You are napalming the crap out of it. Anyways. Yes. The, r- the River Kwai never knew it existed. <laughs> or if you're if you're the guys from uh, the uh, from the Grand Tour. It's the uh, over the river cock. Anyways, so Jay Leno, Jay Leno, yes, Jay Leno. Uh, uh, un- unlike us, he has actually a good uh, co- comedy uh, feel for comedy. But the most important thing is, and even though as as great of a comedian as he is, as as good of a talk show host, and we will kind of talk a little bit about that, um, except for I don't think – I think we should stay away from the whole controversy stuff, you know, like with David Letterman when he first got the Tonight Show job and then Conan O'Brien. Well, after, you know, at the it's, end of this, it's not, it's not really relevant. It, it isn't, and it's not really – and it's definitely not relevant to what we – love about Jay Leno um, you know because his I first off I think that without sounding too uh, exuberant I guess um, or, or or a little too over the top I think he is like the preeminent car historian automotive historian um right now his understanding of not only names and it's easy to memorize names and dates when, when it comes to history but when you can actually understand and be able to speak about the stories that really gets into who these people were jay leno understands that and he, and he loves to talk about that of the people and the places and the cars and the events and, and how they really truly impacted the world that we have today and the automobiles that we drive today um and i think his i think his car collection really speaks to that i mean above and beyond the fact that it's 150 plus cars and probably same number if not a little bit more motorcycles 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the it, it's what's in his collection, uh, and also what's not in his collection, which I will get to later on. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think I think that speaks to what really truly what kind of a car guy he is what do you think yeah it was it's well i want to get one point out of the way just as a kind of a not exactly a metaphor but but kind of a a really good example of of the kind of guy jay is when it comes to the the engine world you know wheel transportation that sort of thing which is when when zach and i did our ev fit road trip a couple years ago we stopped off at uh, a motorcycle museum and due to some back-end finagling by Zach, thank you very much, the owner himself came out and gave us a tour of his entire collection. And he pointed to this one bike near the back of the shop. Wasn't anything special as far as I knew, but I don't know motorcycles at all. And he said, uh, yeah, so this is a 1941 Something or other, I think he said. I don't know what the year was. Uh, and uh, there's two of these in the world. Jay Leno has the other one. Yeah. Well, what it what it is is, and, and I, 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 for the life of me, cannot remember the name of the motorcycle, what kind it is, year or whatever. I do remember though that the 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 motor was first off, it was in the front wheel. And second off, That's right, front wheel drive. It was it was in the wheel, like the motor itself oh, was if, in, in, in the in, hub. Yeah, yeah, in the actual hub itself. It was yeah. it was it was awesome. So yeah, and Jay Leno had the other one. But I, I, I but you and I are not motorcycle guys. We're we're not going to really get and understand motorcycles for the most part. So even though I'm sure his motorcycle collection is just as varied as his car collection, um, because I think he has a jet bike, doesn't he? It's Jay Leno. If you say no, you're more likely to be wrong. It's like, probably, he he probably does have a jet bike. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's got the Chrysler turbine car, doesn't he? I mean, like, why wouldn't he have a jet bike? He, He does. Well, so in preparation for this, I just kind of pulled open some windows. Of course, I did Wikipedia Jay Leno and then Wikipedia Jay Leno's Garage and stuff. But I also went to uh, uh, the the DuPont Registry's um, list, uh, December 30th, 2019. So that looks like it's a pretty up-to-date list of Jay Leno's collection on cars. And it is amazing like everything that he has i mean first off you have two ac cobras because of course one of them is a 289 one of them is a 427 so well yeah you gotta have both engines yeah yeah you gotta have both engines uh he has um when the acura nsx the latest version of the acura nsx came out he has vin 003 um he has a, a 1906 advanced steam traction engine. His number of, of steam-powered cars and the different kinds of the steam-powered cars is just insane. 
of course he has a uh an american lafrance uh you know v12 fire truck he has a nice sure. 16 auto car a uh v10 spider uh sorry audi sure. r8 and spider uh, uh, Aston Martin DBS, BAC Mono, uh, a 1909 Baker Electric, uh, ni- uh, 1931 Bentley 8 liter and a Bentley Turbo R, uh, 1924 Bentley Twin Turbo. So he has everything from, uh, you know, just classic cars, you know, like a 1929 Bentley Speed 6. Um, but then, then he has uh, several airplane engine cars like he has a 1930 bentley 27 liter yes 20 <laughs> liters uh how, ma- how many cylinders are on that does it say um i think this is the one that is i i think it's a v uh, i can't remember probably is a 12 no but even Hold on. No? Get, 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 go ahead well, and talk. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Okay. So if, if that is a 12 cylinder, which would be the smoothest possible application, that's 2.25 liters per cylinder. When today your average four cylinder engine total has about 2.2 liters of total displacement for the whole engine, not per cylinder. That's incredible. Yeah, so it's you're a push, yeah, yeah. So you're pushing a piston <laughs> where when it hits the top stroke, the air volume is greater than two liter bottle of soda. Yeah. And there's 12 of them. God, that, that, the engine alone has got to weigh 2,000 pounds. I'm just throwing a number out there. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, is, it, it's, yeah. it's insane. It's going to be yeah, it's it's insane. Right. I mean, what's up? Uh, just I'm, I'm just staggered. Oh yeah, That's all. yeah. I mean, it's insane. I mean, everything of course started with his 1955 Buick Roadmaster, which I believe was either his first car or his or his first car that he bought by himself or something like that. Uh, he later did a rescue mod on it, so he's got stuff that's. Uh, oh, I apologize. And then there's. Uh, as as he puts it, as as I've seen him do, like just showing people around his garage and everything, this is the Bentley, or sorry, the this is the Bugatti section of the garage, because he has, you know, of course, all these cars are like a million dollars, probably each, uh, a, Bu- a Bugatti Type Thirty Seven A, a Bugatti Atlantique, a Bugatti Type Fifty One. <laughs> You know, right, right. You now, know. now, what's important for the modern listener to realize is that when Joey Leno buys Bugattis, he doesn't buy the Veyron, he doesn't buy the Chiron, unless he feels it's of value to him. But he's got yeah. the old Bugattis, which is why he doesn't own any Ferraris. That's so right. this is the key. It's so interesting that the fact that he doesn't because he when he first started collecting cars and his car collection really kind of started with his Muras. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, I think from him, from what he was saying that he, 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 he bought one Mura cause at the time, you know, the late seventies, early eighties, you could buy 
you know, an Espada or a Mira for like pennies on the dollar. Because nobody, hardly anybody knew how to work on them. They were ridiculously expensive to fix and everything. Right. And they were just. Right. Yeah, they were cheap to buy, expensive to run. Expensive to oh, run. yeah. So nobody so, cared. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and there was one that he was literally given free. Like there was somebody that had had somebody who tried to work on it, didn't know how to work on it. And then they just gave it. They're like, look, Jay, I know you collect these things. Here you go. This thing is just a nightmare. So he just gave them, you know, that's everything, you know. Um, but then you have what's what's interesting is, is you have a 1932 Bowtie Deuce Roadster. Uh, so it's it's modeled after a 32 Ford. Um, if you ever want to see what a, a 32 Ford uh, kind of like resto or like, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, just roadster looks like, uh, go to any uh, like good guys car show. Um, but it has an LS7, so a Corvette LS7 in it. But then immediately under that is what looks like a completely uh, period correct, restored, exactly the way that it was 1918 Cadillac type 57 Victoria. Uh, then you have a, you know, a, a 56 Chevy Nobad that looks like a resto mod. Um, but then you have a completely put together same as it was uh, 66 uh, Chevrolet Corvette Corvair Yanko Stinger. Um, you've got several different <laughs> Uh, of course, including a 63 split window. Uh, not only a 63 split window, but a 63 split window fuel a fuel injected with the, with a mechanical fuel injection. Wow. Uh, now, of course, we also have to mention that he owns the 2009 Corvette ZR1 serial number 001. Well, sure. Um, and then a 2011 Chevy Volt which was the first year of the Volt, I believe. Uh, and then he has a Christie fire engine, uh, the 63 Chrysler turbine, which wasn't a show. It, it wasn't a car that was sold to the public. They, they were just, this was one of the test cars for, you know, you know, showing off and stuff like that, but it's still a turbine. Um, <laughs> a right, citrus- he's, he's got it registered. Yeah, Accord. Um, you know, I mean, just the numbers. I'm know. sorry. I'm sorry. Honda Accord or a car called a Cord C O R D. Oh, uh, sorry. A, a a 1936 Cord C O R D, eight twelve. Uh, it was a, a front wheel drive vehicle. It was one of one of the first front wheel drive vehicles. Oh wow! I didn't know they went yeah. back that far. Oh yeah, um, a Delahaye one thirty five S. And then, of course, it jumps to a DiTomaso Pantera, a DeLorean DMC-12, because, you know, three Dodge Vipers. Uh, they're all, they're all different. They are all different. Uh, there's a 1992 Dodge Viper. There's a 1996 Dodge Viper GTS. That's the, uh, um, uh, the Gran Turismo Sports. Um, and then you have the 1993 Dodge Viper RT-10, uh, and it says in parentheses, first, the first black Viper. Hmm. Um, and then, Very weirdly cool. enough, 
a 66 Dodge Coronet. <laughs> oh, I saw I saw his special on that one. He loves the heck out of that car. Yeah. Because apparently um, the Coronet was like, it was the foundation for uh, the cop car. And it was also, uh, it evolved into uh, a muscle car, the Charger maybe. Uh, like I'm, yes. I'm maybe wrong about that, but but it, but it definitely evolved. Like it went to, it branched off two ways at once, right? It well, went, it became like, the Plymouth. It also became the Plymouth Fury. Yeah, that's okay. also with the Plymouth Fury. Uh, then, quite possibly the most complicated car uh, that I've ever seen, uh, and that's the 1925 uh, Doble E20, which is a uh, it's. It's probably the pinnacle of steam-powered cars. Uh, I mean, it had like a ridiculously high efficiency rate. Um, then we come to several Duesenbergs. Including a rolling uh, chassis with a license plate. It, including a roll, rolling chassis. Um, he also has a 2006 GM EcoJet. Um, it's a car he actually developed with GM um, really? using, I believe, a Bell, uh, I think a Bell turbine, a, a, a Bell, yeah, from, from like a Bell helicopter turbine, mm. uh, Fiat Topolino, um, another, uh, yeah, I think a Fiat Bo- a Botafogo special. Um, which is, uh, I think, another airplane engine car. Um, a couple other Fiats. Uh, his two Ford GTs, his 05 and his 17. Um, he has uh, 65. Those two Ford GTs, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but are the same paint color. They're both black with a red stripe. And I believe they have the same VIN. I don't know about the VIN part. Uh, I would not I'm be surprised. Certain. Yeah. yeah, he then has a '65 uh, Shelby GT5 uh, GT350, and then a '15 Shelby GT350R uh, Model T Ford Galaxy Seven Liter. So the Ford Galaxy Seven Liter was really interesting because it was it remind it was the the car that he helped his dad. The the funniest story that I've ever heard is uh, him helping his dad with the order sheet uh, at the Ford <laughs> or, or at the Ford dealership. And, uh, and, 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 and he's like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jay, you, you, you know, these cars, what, what, why don't you just, uh, you know, check the, you know, just, you know, just, just kind of check it off and everything like that. You know, and he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dad. And he's checking off just a different list of things and everything like that. And, he also uh, one one of the funniest things was uh, he had a, he had checked off a muffler delete, and so it put cherry bombs <laughs> put cherry bombs instead of mufflers. Instead, his dad his dad cranked there. He was like, "What's going? There's something wrong with the car." <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, several uh, yeah, several Fords and stuff. Uh, a, a 2000 Ford F-150 Harley Davidson. What? <laughs> uh, a 1991 GMC Cyclone. Uh, 
Uh, cyclone with a, with an S, by the way. What's up? Cyclone with an S. No, cyclone with a. Yeah, with an S. All right. Well, that's not how it's spelled here, but okay. Okay. Yeah, it's oh the the, the high performance basically you know the I don't know what you want to call it but basically sport truck right it was all about yeah. speed and power it wasn't about actually carrying stuff. Yeah, uh, two Hudson Hornets, uh, Hispano Souza. Suiza, Suiza. Oh, Hispano Suiza. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, beautiful car. Yeah, did a great special on it. Yep, uh, sixty-four Honda S six hundred. Interesting oh. thing about that is the S six hundred was never available in the United States. Never available in the United States, and it's no, but you, but it was available left hand drive in Canada. It was, and I think that's where he got his. But the Most cool likely. thing about the cool thing about the S six hundred was, is that the S eight hundred had a traditional drive shaft and rear axle. The S six hundred that was the big that upgrade over the six hundred. Yeah. Well the S six hundred it had a chain box and it had two chain chains that, that you could put on there. So if you got to a really steep hill, you'd simply get under. There was an easy kind of a way to switch the uh, the, the chains over from the uh, from the, just the regular cruising chains to the low end to, to the low gear chains to get up and over the hill with right. just the so it's kind of like a uh, like a transfer box or uh, like shifting gears on a mountain bike or any yeah. kind of bicycle. Yeah, but you actually have to crawl underneath the car and do this. Right, um, that's kind of a bummer. Chrysler Imperial Jaguar E Type Jaguar XK one hundred and twenty another Jag another Jag. Um, a uh, LCC Does he have the rocket. I'm sorry. Does he have the XJ220? He doesn't, but I think it's. I think on this list, I don't. I don't think this list is complete. Oh, comprehensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a 1993 LCC rocket. Uh, basically, it looks like a car that you just kind of. Flip bumps, you know, slip somebody into, and then just hope and pray that you don't roll over on it. His Countach, uh, Mira P400, Mira S. Yeah, this definitely doesn't have all of his cars because it only shows one, uh, two of the Miras, and I know he has at least three. And it, yeah, and it only shows one of his uh, Lamborghini Espadas, and I know he has more than one Espada. Uh, then, then a Lancia 66 Lincoln Continental, uh, Lotus Elan, uh, his Mazda Cosmo, which is a rotary engine. Um, those are those are really cool looking little cars. Yep, he has a Miata. Um, which which uh, which which generation was what year? First gen, uh, 1996. Okay. Uh, uh, but it, lo- but it that- looks but it looks modified. Is it the end of the first gen? Because I thought it was early second gen. Yeah, end of the first gen. Okay, okay. Uh, Maserati, 2004, uh, Maybach 57. And, of course, a McLaren F1. Of course. Several McLarens, uh, including an MP4-12C, McLaren P1, 
his uh, Mercedes uh, SL or 300 SL, his uh, SLR McLaren. 300 SL Goldwing? Yes. Yeah, 300 SL Goldwing. 300 SL Goldwing. That's a big deal. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's a 300 SL Goldwing. It was an actual that race car. Ar- that is arguably the world's first supercar because it was homologated as a race car. It was. Uh, and then, of course, his personal favorite, and I'm pretty sure this is his personal favorite, his Mercedes 600 compressor. This is the one. It's amazing because all of the all the door actuators, all of the windows, all of the, uh, I believe, all of the, uh, the, the seat movements, it's all hydraulically actuated. So it is whisper quiet. And also... You do not want to have your fingers in the windows as they're rolling them up because it will chop them off. Right. right. If your finger's on the button and it's moving, there is no holding it back. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, there's this cool little Mercedes transporter. Um, yes. Several Mercedes. Did you see... When they were driving the 300 SL, the red one, up onto the transporter and scraped it? Yes. That was interesting. Yeah. But the look on his face of like, eh, we'll fix it. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's the thing I love most about Jay Leno, especially when it comes to cars. Because to him, it's just a car. Yeah. This, this yeah. is how you treat a car. It's a car. What are you doing? Yeah, you know, he, 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 he rates them by their fun value. I mean, don't, don't be abusive with it, but it's a car. Drive it. You're going to yeah. scratch it. Just calm down, you know? Um, 1913 Mercer Raceabout. Uh, an, an MG hot rod. Okay. Uh, I wonder if they, rich... if they got the Jensen interceptor treatment. Uh, you know, stuff an American I... V8 into a small British uh, roadster. I don't know. I actually, I'll, I'll have to watch the video on it because it's just amazing. Uh, he has a 1932 uh, Morgan three-wheeler. Um, so like the original three-wheeler. Noah. Dash. You know, a Nash Ambassador, Oldsmobile Super 88, uh, his Oldsmobile Toronado that he uh, he had modified, uh, Packer Model 18, uh, Pierce Arrow Model 66, uh, some Plymouths, uh, Porsche Carrera GT, a Porsche okay. 356A Outlaw, so it's a modified version. But a uh, Porsche 356 Carrera 2. The the outlaw that was um, uh, Magnus Walker. Uh, that's he he started the outlaw Porsches. Yeah. Uh, 1918 Stutes Bearcat, which was actually a really fast car, still is. His 31 Shotwell, which is a fantastic story, of a family. That's another thing that's really cool about Jay Leno is that. There's been a couple times where, you know, people have called him up and have been like, hey, I've got this car. 
there's a really good story to it. Jay says he loves a good story with the car. And the shot well was just one of those where you you know they were just like we just need you to to take this over. We we just need you to, you know, yeah, be a steward. Yeah, to be a steward of this car and came in, did some work on it um because because of course this this isn't just a garage or sorry this isn't just a collection this isn't a museum it's an actual working garage like he has a garage that he goes to that he has a staff that's on there um he purchased a, a a 3d printing machine so that they could replicate some of these parts because they, they they're just not made anymore yeah and and there's no there's no uh diagrams on getting them to you know making them or anything like that so they just well, have to do like, a 3d yeah like trying to get parts like a preston tucker car or you know or some those obscure american brand that died off 75 years ago good luck yeah you know i mean but like on the shot well a lot of stuff on the shot well is it's all handmade you're not uh, gonna be able to replace any of that uh stanley steamer vanderbilt cup racer another stanley steamer another stanley steamer uh he actually has a tata nano um, which is the only car he's not allowed to drive on the road yeah, too unsafe. Yeah, he has a, a Tesla Model S. Uh, he has a Volvo, a white steam car, another white steam car. Uh, yeah, there's his Y2K jet bike. Um, I mean, there's just a ton of this. And, and, and this isn't his full list. I just know it's not his full list. So it sounds you like know. he basically has most of the cars that are in the cast of the original Cars movie. <laughs> yeah well i mean you know i mean it, it's it goes back i think to kind of when he was when he was born where he was raised um because i mean he he, he was born in 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 1950 in in new rochelle new york um and then he moved to Andover, Massachusetts, where he grew up and he graduated from, you know, and he, it was it was kind of a smallish town. You got to think this is in the early to mid 60s. I mean, 1966, he was 16 years old. So he grew up in the middle of the fifties car craze and then that morphing into, um, you know, the muscle car era. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, I mean, he, he, he yeah, he, Sorry. he turned 16 at the very beginning of the muscle car era. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was 14 when the Mustang dropped. He was basically 16 when it when when it was no longer a secretary's car. 
basically when after Carol Shelby had gotten hold of it, yeah, uh, fifteen or sixteen, uh, you know, uh, the ripe old age of twenty started to make his own money when uh, when you know you had real competitors between the the Challenger and the Camaro and the Mustang and that was exciting stuff, man. Yeah. You know, and, and NASCAR was getting big and, and uh, the European racing scene was bonkers. Uh, you know, I'm sure he watched a whole lot of Le Mans races on TV. Well, and his... He, um, he, he talks about um, how he worked at um, kind of like a, a, a big importer uh, for cars at, at an importer dealership. And they and they had uh, Mercedes, and he fell in love with the old Mercedes. You know, like, oh, like yeah. the three hundred, yeah, like three hundreds and stuff like that. You know, so he he loved those cars. You know, so which is funny because you know from his own admission, his dad was not a car guy. I mean, his dad appreciated it and stuff like that, but yeah, his dad just wasn't a car guy. Um, <laughs> It does seem to skip generations sometimes. It's kind of funny that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. What's really nice is um, he he has an he has an interesting philosophy on on earning money. So he he says he got this from his dad. And that was, you always have two jobs. Always have at least two jobs. And the job that you make the most money at, that money you put into the bank and you don't touch. Hmm. And then you live off of the money from your other job or jobs. And so all the money that he made from being the host of the Tonight Show, he hasn't spent one dime of that. That's amazing. It all went into the bank. And so from his comedy, from his guest appearances on different shows, on you know, maybe some a few endorsements here and there, that type of thing, all of that money is what paid the bills. But from the Tonight Show... Never spent a dime of it. It all went into the bank. That's, I, I can't conceive of that amount of money. No. You know. And then but it but yeah. it allows him to be able to do stuff. Um you know, like he can he's He, he started his YouTube channel, Jay Leno's Garage. And then it was picked up by NBC. Yeah. As a yeah. regular TV show. And Which looks very TV and kind of, I much prefer the YouTube version. And that's my thing, is the YouTube version, first off, it's however long he wants it to be. Yes, exactly. I've, I've, I've seen them half hour long i've seen them 12 minutes long right um and he chooses the guy like 
the ones I love the most is, yeah, I was, this, I was at this car show the other day. I saw this car and I invited the guy to come on to, you know, the, let me, let me do a, a little spot on it. Yeah. Can you imagine that? that? <laughs> right. Being that guy being like, Oh my God, this is actually going to happen. How, from you know, from from whence comes this? The other one I love is when he gets a, like a supplier on. Um, Trimic is my favorite. When he gets a supplier on to come and talk about like all the stuff that they do, right? And then he asks some super drilled down, detailed, esoteric question, and you can tell when he asks it, it's right on the periphery of what of the guy's knowledge of what he actually knows. You know, and it's clearly a question that like no one outside the company has ever asked him anything like this before. Well, my my all time personal favorite, my all time personal favorite was, um, and I can't remember which company wanted which it was, company it, was. It was it was Tremec. No 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 yeah. no no no. no the, the, this wasn't no this this wasn't the, this this was suspension. <clears throat> he was. He was uh, he was modifying uh, one. Of, he was modifying the front suspension of one of his cars. He was he was doing a resto mod on one of his cars, <clears throat> and I think it was I think it was Moog. Was I, 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 is what I want to say, but I, I'm not 100 percent sure of that. But w- the guy comes in, and you can tell that he's worked with some car crazy celebrities but he's never dealt with a guy with the knowledge of jay leno mm-hmm. because he talks the guy was talking about oh yeah you got some upper a frames you got some lower da 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 you know and they're all tied to this and everything he starts doing that <clears throat> and jay leno goes uh so how do you handle the negative camber that causes that <laughs> And the look of just shock on this guy's face of like, well, we have this over here that we can, you know, we can adjust and everything. And you could just see the click in this guy's brain of like, oh, crap. I just (laughs) underestimated this guy by far because Jay Leno, just by looking at it is, is, you know, or, or he was talking to one guy who built the car. And the guy starts talking about the build and, and, and the pistons and everything like that and just kind of what he's doing to. And Jay Leno goes, oh, okay, all right. So your compression ratio is like probably like, what, like 8.1 to 1? And the guy's like, uh, 8.6. <laughs> <laughs> well, twice. Twice he's had busy Israel, uh, is, sorry, busy Israelha on the show, who's this incredible, you know, mostly drag race uh, kind of customized kind of guy he's when he did a thousand horsepower uh honda odyssey but um and both times that busy brought cars to the show jay goes uh far away about uh 2700 pounds and busy just looks at him like how the hell (laughs) and and the second time busy Busy comes on he basically just goes jay I don't know how you do what you do. You are amazing. You are exactly right again. <laughs> it is exactly 2,700 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, like driving uh, a car. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so what's yeah, that? Oh, uh, about 110-inch wheelbase? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. And, and one thing, um, 
I uh, he was driving one. He was driving. Oh, I can't remember. I wish I could remember exactly. He was driving one guy's car. And he was driving, and they accelerated. And he goes, "Ah, oh, okay, yeah." So, would you? Uh, did you go to a a three eighty three gear on this? And the guy's like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to for uh, you know the the added extra power." Yeah, right. that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah, you know, because right, for, for the for the top end. Yeah, you know, I, that's exactly what I would have done. Because if you would have gone to a four ten, it would have just been, you know, just 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 way too rev happy and stuff like that. Just you just would have been revving out and stuff. So right, yeah, right. yeah, three eighty three is the way to go. Yeah, I, I could feel that. It just just. <laughs> But yeah, my all-time personal favorite is still just the guy who's like, "Yeah, we we built we built the suspension to do this and this and this." And Jay's Leno's like, "Huh, huh, huh." So, so how'd you correct for the negative camber? <laughs> right, knowing oh, that the wheel's well, going to tow as soon as it as it compresses. Yeah, Jay Leno's. You know, the guy's just like, "Uh, we have this adjustment here." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I was so proud of myself today. I figured out how to actually understand uh, camber, caster, and tow, and now I've got them all figured out in my head. It's 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 a beautiful thing because once you yes. can do that, then you can then you can move forward and actually like understand how how suspension can make a car faster or slower around a corner, or it can make a car do horrible things like the uh, uh, what's what's the rear engine the Corvair is that the rear engine Chevy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With it. With- swing axles as opposed to the independent rear suspension that they went to in 1962 to 1964 they had the swing axles Um, and then in 1965 they went to independent rear suspension so like my uh, thing bounced around more like like a like a booty in a in a hip-hop video well, when you took it into a sharp corner, the the wheels would tend to tuck in, and it would go yeah. to a, a negative camber, and or sorry, a positive camber, and then yeah. it would like basically just like pop the tire underneath, um, and make it hop and stuff like that. Early Volkswagen Beetles did the exact same thing. Uh, my '72 Super Beetle had independent rear suspension, so I didn't have that issue. So mm-hmm. I just had all the other issues that come along with the Volkswagen. You didn't have issues. You had a subscription. Uh, I love that car. I miss having an old air-cooled Volkswagen. It was awesome. There was there was one time the thing actually fixed itself. <laughs> it oh, dude, my, my my eighty-three Accord did it all the time, all the time. Yeah. I just well, this one, it. I went. Oh, well, that noise goes away. Yeah. Well, this was one of the one of the one of the uh, the the nuts that held the the rocker shaft assembly. Uh, for the for the valve train in place one of the nuts was loose and so it wasn't it wasn't doing it very well and but i didn't have anything to tighten it or anything like that so i just put the valve cover back on and try to limp it home well by the time i got home the vibration of the engine had actually tightened the nut down (laughs) (laughs) it just it decided to tighten it you know to to tighten tighten itself back up and it was perfectly fine (laughs) So, anyways, Fantastic. but but I mean, he his his ability to to talk to people and stuff like that, and 
in going into the Tonight Show, I mean, he he learned how to 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 talk to people, to truly talk to people and stuff. Um, you know, and, and interview them and whoever they were and stuff and, and everything. So being able to interview like some hip hop artist that he has absolutely no nothing in common with at all whatsoever so now put him into a position where he's talking to somebody about cars and stuff and he's right there with him he's, he's right it all changes yeah it all it, it's it's all great um i i if you want to get close to a sense of who jay leno is now you and i have never met jay leno we don't know jay leno um I would love to meet Jay Leno. I would love mm-hmm. to have Jay Leno take us on a tour of his garage. Oh my gosh. There's so many questions I would ask Jay Leno. Um, but one of the best kind of this is Jay Leno is probably the one he did with Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, Joe's uh, Rest of Mud Corvette. No, 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 no. The actual Joe Rogan podcast with Jay Leno. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So, um, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, the amount of people that that he's in contact with, that he's in touch with um, on a, a car level, uh, on you know a comedy level um just people that he's he's interviewed uh former president barack obama <laughs> i mean just the sheer amount of people that this guy knows real quick you mentioned something earlier that i want to touch on really quickly because i have a, a quick anecdote about it but you talked about uh when he was on the tonight show i remember i just randomly happened to catch him interviewing floyd mayweather this is way back in the day. This is like oh four, oh five. Floyd had either was about to or just had some really big fight, and uh, some successful thing because Floyd never loses. And Jay, you can see Jay Leno's eyes flash all of a sudden with interest, with this like newfound figure because he finds out that Floyd has the very first Koenigsegg CCX ever brought to the U.S. Yeah. And it was yeah. like the rest of the interview was JB, JB, like, hey. <laughs> and he went, ah. So, you got. And then it turns out that Floyd gives him like a five word answer. And in, and in just that second, you can see Jay, his head goes, oh, Floyd's not a car guy. Floyd's just a guy who likes to have the car. Yeah. And it turns back off again and he's gone. But it was really, really interesting there for a second to see. Oh, that's who Jay really is. He bought it not because it was an interesting car. He bought it because it was a status symbol. Exactly, which is why he has all those Bugattis. Yeah, and the Bugattis that he has, I mean, he he doesn't have a Veyron. He doesn't have a Chiron. I mean... <laughs> oh, no, no, I was talking about Floyd. Floyd, oh, Floyd, yeah. Floyd, Floyd bought the... Uh, he bought a Veyron, a Veyron Super Sport, and I think I'm pretty sure he has one of the first Chirons as well. Well, yeah, I mean, anyway. you know, 
But I mean, it, it's pretty if, remarkable. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I, I just, it's, it's, it's really cool that even at, you know, and, and he's still young for his age. And, and young he, for his age. Well, well, so, I mean, he's you know, especially compared to you and I, you know, I mean. Well, he's the same age as my parents. Yeah, and he's roughly the same age as my, my parents. parents. I mean, he's yeah. five years older than my dad, four years older than my mom. You know, so, you know, he's like right at 70. Right? My math is off. Uh, he's, he's about to be 70, yes. Yeah, he's about to be 70. So, you know, that's not young. But if you've ever watched him move around, do things, he's pretty active for 70. I mean, I, I know people. Oh, yes, definitely. I, I know people who are 60 who are less active than he is. So, you know, but. Um, yeah, he's a pretty, pretty phenomenal guy. Uh, I certainly hope he continues doing what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to mention, just to get back to the one bit before is that it's really neat to see him with David Lee the jewelry guy jewelry and watch because David has taken upon himself to be the Ferrari guy and we talked about David once before when David was not invited to purchase one of the new Ferraris despite his long standing relationship with the Ferrari company but Jay loves driving David's Ferraris and he loves yes. giving them back at the end. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's, that's, so, that's, that's fun to watch. Mr. Jay Leno, if you ever hear this or anything like that, I am Zach. This is my buddy, Matt. We are, we are MZ car guys and, I'm Matt. and we would love to meet you, interview you, go on a, tour of your amazing garage and hear all the different stories um you know about everything that's in there and how you put them together how you got them and stuff like that um please hit us up mzcarguys at gmail.com so uh matt i think that's a podcast absolutely all right vroom vroom that that's a podcast